forward. All right. One, two, three, four, five. Works for me. All right. Uh, it's your show, dude. Lead us in. On March 3rd, 1969, the United States Navy established an elite school for the top 1% of its podcasters. Oh, no. Its purpose was to teach the lost art of aerial riffing and to ensure that the handful of men and women who graduated were the best podcasters in the world. They succeeded. <laughs> Today, the Navy calls it uh, Fighter Podcast School. Podcasters call it Creed Gabra. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to do something else. I, Top I, riff. I, yeah, something like that. That's actually what I was waiting for. And then they play the Hi, heavy Ray. 80s guitar music. Oh, Boom. don't. Mike's going to have fun editing this one. Oh, okay, cool. Most, most excellent. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pretty Dad Rob. My name is Mike. It's been my day. Hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, as you can probably assume, uh, we are here, as always, to, again, uh, never forget the horrendous crime that was done to a great film called Creed uh, that was robbed by the Academy of Arts and Sciences I'll never let them forget this heinous sin that they committed. The only nomination was for Sylvester Stallone for supporting actor. Wait, really? Ludicrous. Yes, the only nomination they got. Nomination. Incredible. I, 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 I want to say, again, I know you, and this did happen first, are incredibly disappointed that Creed didn't even get a nod in their direction. I'm still horrifically heated, and this is what made me lose all faith in the Academy Awards, that Blade Runner 2049 didn't even get a whisper. And that's like, oh, okay. That was pretty rough. You're not a serious organization. I see what's going on here. Don't worry, Dennis got his revenge with the with Dune, with Dune getting those wins. So it, it deserved every single one. Part of those. two, baby, it's filming now. Gosh, if they re-released Dune in IMAX tomorrow, we would make time to go watch it again. It is so solid, and mm, the sound in that movie. I know we're supposed to be talking about Top Gun, and we'll get to that. But there's something to be said about when the sound direction of a movie matches the art direction one to one, and you yeah. feel it. It's it's like this... you were transported to Arrakis. Yes, you became a little worm in the a, thing. a little sand trout bugging around, <laughs> but <laughs> bugging around. That's what worms do all day. Is bug around. Please don't make me bust out my <laughs> years worth of Dune knowledge to talk about sand trout and how small they are in their growth cycle. <laughs> I don't want to do this. You don't want to see this side of me. No, I'm going to put the Top Gun theme at the top of this podcast, and uh, we're not going to talk about it for half an hour because we're going to talk about sand trout from Dune. We have to talk about how great the effects for the sandworms in Dune were. Gosh. I've heard of bait and switch, but uh, this is ridiculous. This is. Okay. Uh, planes. Um, <clears throat> planes. Propaganda. Arrakis has got them, and... 
<laughs> Gosh darn it, Fighter Town USA has got him too. Fighter Town USA. Okay. All right. Um, I I know I I have a so I have some people that I know that um they're probably actually listening to this uh, podcast. Hi, you know who I'm talking about. They actually Hello. didn't want to listen watch this movie because it is very obviously military propaganda. And before, oh my god. <laughs> And it it is much like the first movie. If you absolutely, if you watch the first movie and you thought this is realistic, like no, like if the United States spoilers for 1986 Top Gun, if the United States shot down three Russian planes, um, that is called the start of World War Three, not just the thing that happened to the movie where they all like. Uh, high five each other on a flight. Top deck. Gun is the first Top Gun. It's like, hey, what if ever, what if every uh, other military that had planes was just as cowardly as America? <laughs> That's what the plot is. Just as, hey, not really, but and, and this one, uh, this one is we won't name the name of the country that we're going to attack because we the world's a different place now. Iran, this podunk little desert country, has built uh, basically the Death Star. It it uh, could have been Iran after violating it... after violating a treaty that in real life we broke. It could have been Iran. It could You'd have been Russia. It. it could have been China. They they were actually all I, over. I the I think place it was pretty it. clearly Iran. You think it was I Iran? Think, I think so. Because like the nuclear thing is like the the NATO is uh, yeah. taking out a nuclear. Uh, yeah, getting into spoilers of Top Gun Maverick, by the way. Whoop, there you go. That's all you get for anti-spoiler cast. Uh, they're deploying, what was it? Was it four or five F-18 um, Super Hornets, F-18Ds, mm-hmm. against uh, a nu- an underground nuclear facility to stop the enrichment <laughs> of uranium for nuclear weapons? All right, I have several issues with that. Right, I'm pretty right sure we got that. a laser that can blow that thing up from orbit these days, right? Uh, not only do we have a laser, many different pieces of technology that could stop that. You wouldn't use, like, manned craft. You would just use a drone. Or, hear me out, and this is, like, the problem I had with the movie where I'm like, I get it, Mil- military planes, rah, rah, yeah, yeah. It would be a joint. It would be a joint operation where they're like, "Uh-oh, there are a bunch of Sams there." Good thing we don't have ground forces specialized in taking out heavy equipment just in case of situations like this. You, you would just send seals to See, blow up the Sam sites. All of this will be explained by the subtext of what this movie is actually about. Okay, this movie is not about fighter planes. Um, oh. I'll I'll get there, but okay, <clears throat> okay. Can I, I? But yes, absolutely. This movie is the mo- the most immaculate propaganda you've ever seen. Can I just um kicks ass? I love it. I I, I said this to Anne. I just briefly like went over to her shoulder and whispered this to her in the theater. I said, um, this is a mission from Ace Combat Six. The plot of this movie is Mission Twelve from Ace Combat Six. I'm sending you a link, by the way. It's just Mission 12 from Ace Combat 6. You can watch it later. The plot of this movie is Star Wars. Yeah, it's a trench run. Yeah. Which, yeah, is Mission 6 from Ace People Combat. People love a trench run. People do love Bring a trench back. run. We love a trench and run. And they, they love... Th- you know what's another great movie that also had a trench run? Uh, Hunt for Red October. I was about to say... Another uh, great kick-ass, another kick-ass movie. That's also about propaganda. I was about propaganda to say Episode 7, runs, but yes. Name a more iconic combo, but... Ah, fuck. 
it, 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 is Humphrey Red October propaganda? Is it really? Uh, I would, you know, I think there's. That's a good question. I think it's propaganda in the other direction. There's that... like there's a longing for the simplicity of the Cold War. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, where like in the Cold War, like we had a bad guy, it was the communists, mm-hmm. and then now we don't live in that world anymore, and we want to go back. Uh, and that they want to come to America because you can live in Montana and I can have truck, and not live in Soviet Union where, uh, women have been able to get a, you know, the health care that they need since like, nineteen eighteen, the- well couple years interrupted but let's let's, let's not praise the soviet union too much yeah, there's no, a reason I'm why just, it collapsed I'm just you know i'm just saying i Scoreboard. i i did want to say and i said this like way after the movie um and like my own little self-analysis of it if they had the cognition or they were able to do some rapid editing they could have made the enemy of this movie russia again and everyone would have just nodded their head because we're back to that world again we've come full circle <laughs> great love it they could have just uh, they could have just said Russia is using because they kept saying the country is using um, generation 5 fighters fifth generation <laughs> fighters that are a poor American boys just don't they don't have them right but they just there's they don't have the fifth generation there's no way we could combat with generation 5 fighters like I think one of the funniest lines what? in this whole movie is well after like um <clears throat> pardon me so after the beginning of this movie when uh you know they get Ed they get the man himself Ed I knew this movie was going to kick ass the second Ed, Ed Harris showed up and grimaced in a control room I was like that's movie magic right there <laughs> that's it I want to see Ed Harris grimace at something on a screen mm-hmm. wearing a military outfit after like Tom Cruise taking off in that super plane that the, that was built by Lockheed Martin. Thankfully the logo is shown very prominently. I mean, someone's uh, got to sponsor this so, movie. Oh my God. It's so funny. It's just like the, the money shot. Like Lockheed, you show the fucking little skunk too. It's like, mm-hmm. Like man, you could napalm Vietnam so fast in that thing. Dang, um, it would probably be a reconnaissance plane, uh, much like the SR seventy one Blackbird is. It just looked like a bigger yeah. Blackbird. I, I wanted to ask about that. So there was a juxtap. I, I feel like this movie both loves people like me, the people that get into militaria, and also thinks that I'm just an idiot. Like at the same time, they're like, here's. Here's your slop. There's a lot of good technique, and um, uh, the, the, it's like they've read the full technical manual of how some of these planes work. But then they also and then they uh, threw it in the trash can, like Maverick did. Thank in you. The movie, Ray. It's in the text. It, it, it's it's not subtext. It's just text. <laughs> it's text. But so they they're they're complaining about that this mysterious country who uses mysterious Generation Five fighters that just so happen to look like SR twenty two raptors just with a little bit more air along we're not talking about that um oh they're they're su-57s a basic uh basically so those are russian those are russian as hell all right what absolutely whatever um if they're able in their spare time from a skunks works projects able to build a plane that goes mach 10 which is absurd and 
really um unless it's in a super a very pressurized cabin uh what's his name mr maverick himself would be struggling to like move at going at that speed consistently actually do you know what the funny i I was i meant to get back to this Mm. the funniest line in this movie so after the whole the whole opening of the movie which is great Mm -hmm. like i i'm not gonna i can't sidebar again okay um but when they're talking about they first have mac they first run the mission by uh tom you know pete mitchell okay tom cruise you know who i'm talking about yeah um they run the mission by him and i love that he's a two-star captain we'll talk about that okay um but uh they run the mission by him and he's like well this thing would be no slouch for the f-35 which the Air Force has admitted is a failure of a plane. No. Because of... Uh, all right, this, this is where I get to take what you will, flex whatever military knowledge I have. It's it's not a failure. It's that it's over budget, way over budget. Yes. But it works, and it gets... The only thing that stops the USA from currently using it is we're not, like an explicit war with anybody right now it's it's fine we're even selling it to other countries other countries have actually canceled other planes to start buying it from us now other countries that are looking at the as of the recording of this podcast the current situation in ukraine and deciding hmm yeah we need upgraded tech i guess it is like yeah i think the the failure is more of like a project you know project management yeah, it, it's very concerned because it was apparently supposed to be a low cost lightweight fighter jet. It is now a hundred million per jet. Uh, it's produce. something like that. Yeah, it's one of those things where like the costs go down, but it's still. I would much rather anytime I've asked anybody or anyone's talked to me about this plane, it's always like I hate this plane. Not only because uh, people want it, but because so much of the cost of this plane can go towards like making a bus system in a city that doesn't have it and we'd still have extra yeah. money it's like well we accidentally built the F-35 with uh, 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 systems that give everyone within a 500 mile radius uh, Havana syndrome Havana syndrome. <laughs> and to uninstall it will cost 500 million dollars per plane <laughs> Ah, love it. But again, I love the line of just like, oh, this would be no slash for the F-35. It's just like... Yeah. Love it. Yeah, the, Great. Love it. The, so good. The, That's right, Tom. The entire mission that they're about to do is like, yes, this... You could do this mission with F-18 uh, Super Hornets. Actually, you could do it very easily. You just have to do it smartly. But they're like, but what if we do it in the dumbest way, most ludicrous, insane right. way possible? Because... Again, this is this will be explained by the subtext. Right? Okay, all will be explained when I get to the subtext. So, uh, I think just like what kind of going through the just to give it's like we've been recording for like twenty five minutes, but uh, <laughs> have we really? Um, not really. Okay, but, uh, <laughs> uh, fifteen. But so the basic plot here is that you know, met. <laughs> Top Gun, that's his name. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Top Maverick Gun. gets called back to to in to teach Top Gun to instru- find pilots who can fly this like basically crazy ass trench run flight that they have to do to blow up this 
uh, weapons facility that um, America definitely didn't fuck up uh, the treaty in the first place. Um, ask me about my theory about giving Iran a nuke after this podcast is over. Um, <laughs> uh, just one. Okay. Um, so, and again, I love where I love how much of this movie is like. I feel like there are so many times this movie is so close to doing like the generic, like legacy sequel type thing. But this is a movie about like Maverick. Yeah. And I'm really glad that they like, he doesn't like, I mean, there's like a new generation of kids, but like the story is very much centered on, it's like going into this movie, you know exactly what this movie is going to be about. It's like, it's like you, you gave miles teller a mustache. I know exactly what you're going to do here. Mm -hmm. And, it was great. Like just that, like I was not expecting to like, like top, <laughs> top gun Maverick to like make me tear up about like, you know, the ideas of like reconciling with your found family and things like that. And just dang. Uh, so I really liked how they really were able to stick to that idea. I like how Maverick is kind of a dirt bag. Like John Hamm's character when he gets the Top Gun is like, why are you only a two star? And he's like, I don't know. And he he like kind of he was like, because at the end of the first Top Gun, he's like, oh, I'll go back and be an instructor. And then it's revealed he washed out of that in like three months. Yeah, which is like very. I like how he just kind of is like, can't do the other stuff. Like he can only like that's all he's good at. He's good at being a combat pilot. Yeah, explicitly. And he just like is basically. I just, I don't know. I just really like, that was really endearing to me for some reason. Like, I just fucking love that. Like, it was great. He's found this niche um, in the world and that's what he knows. And everyone like, hates him because he's really good at it. That's so anime. Can I also just say? <laughs> he's the Goku so of good. fighter planes. Yeah, and they even do a good go. Wow. Yep. That, that's it right there. There it is. That's it. Yep. Like, and they even put in, they just like, this movie is also like is I don't know how they did it but like movie humor sucks in a lot of ways these days Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of it's just awful Marvel has ruined it for a generation Marvel has ruined a lot of movie humor yeah and like this movie is very funny but it doesn't have a like a lot of like jokes if that if like a lot of like haha jokes if you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like they put like Jennifer Connelly one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, she takes uh, Maverick out on the boat, mm-hmm. and he like doesn't know what to do on a boat. And he's and she's like, "Aren't you in the navy?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm a pilot though." Which is just like that's funny. It's like they put him on a boat because yeah. of the navy. But it's, a it's it's just like stuff like that that just is very good. Um, sorry, I've been talking a lot. You should talk for a bit. Okay. Um, no, no. It, it, all of that was good. I want to comment on him. Uh, I, I want to comment on how this movie treats actually uh, John Maverick. Or <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a really fucked up thing uh, way to call him John Maverick. He, that's just his code name because um, I forget his real name all the time. It, it, it it's, it's just his call sign. This movie Pete. hates him at first because he can never catch a break. He Okay, at first, at the beginning of the movie, you see that he's exp- flying that experimental uh, 
whatever, that improvement to the SR-71 Blackbird. He goes Mach 10, and everyone warns him, never go above Mach 10. The plane's not rated for it, we don't know what'll happen, it'll probably blow up and you'll die. And so what's he do? He goes to Mach 10.4, and the plane blows up and he almost dies. <laughs> I do love I do love him walking into like the middle of nowhere and him just asking the, like where am I? <laughs> Cuz yeah, think Earth. think about that like uh, um uh the speed of what Mach 10 is. It's 734 miles per hour ground speed times 10. So it's going 7000 miles per hour and after like I don't know 15 minutes of that you're somewhere else in the world. <laughs> so that was yeah. Perfect. It's like, yeah, where are you? Where am I now? Where am I? Am I even in the United States anymore? There, it's feasible I could not. Because that giant U-turn he took, that was a 3,000-mile U-turn. He's feasibly no longer in the country, depending on where he took off at. Or also when he goes to the bar, and then there's Jennifer Connelly, and she's like, ha-ha, you hit on the bar, waitress. Ding, ding, ding. Now you have to buy around for everybody. And his car gets declined, because maybe he didn't have that much money in the bank. And then they throw him out, and you see him really sad. And I fell for him, and she, obviously the bartender, felt for him, because she's like, oh, I think I caught him on, like, a really bad day. And mm -hmm. I think she forgot in that moment and maybe that's because I have the experience, but hey, this is a multi-war veteran you throw on his ass for a job he didn't want to do at a place he doesn't want to be, and he's just like, man, I could really just use a drink and a friend right now. <laughs> no cell phones on the bar, man. You gotta read the sign, Maverick. And, and then they, like, literally keelhaul, almost keelhaul him and throw him oh, out so on his funny. ass he's into broke, the He's broke, too. He's broke. Oh, it's so good. It is like, like I love him just being a little dirtbag, but also the most effective combat pilot the United States has ever produced. Yes, the, no, and uh, the only man who can serve, you know, uh, stave off the wave of annihilation coming to all of our institutions. A theme common in the Mission Impossible films. I've never yeah. actually. I, I need to. We will soon those. get to. I will soon reveal the true subtext of this movie. Uh, what? Oh, one last thing, one last thing. I think it's in Tom Cruise's contract that there must be at some point in every movie that he's in a wide-angle shot of him running. Yes. None of Absolutely. them are good, by the way. Great, every time. No, no, no all hard either. disagree. I'm cruise-filled. I'm full, I'm on the cruise control, cruise-filled. <laughs> I, I am cruise-controlled. Look, look, maybe this... Maybe they're... I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say their name. You're picking up my drift, though. Okay. Maybe they're right about something. About Cruz running? I'm gonna hold on. Let me DM you. And okay. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want them listening. The I don't want them like listening. <laughs> but I'll type it to you. Apparently, in a, in oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Look, they've got to be onto something. They, they aren't. Maybe they're right. They bagged a big fish. The, that's all maybe, it is. <laughs> maybe that's all they need. <laughs> they got the one. <laughs> Can we talk? What if the, I? It's the only explanation. Can we talk about the insanity that is this mission that they're going on? Uh, first, kind of talk about the. Uh, did you say you never haven't seen any Mission Impossible movies? No, I I've seen them. I've seen three of them 
but it's been well over a decade, possibly two decades. So I might okay. as well have not seen. Well, you got to watch Rogue Nation and Fallout. I, I, me and the missus might actually do a sit you... down and rewatch the whole series. Yes, and then we can do a, uh, 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 generally we do Creed got robs about like more recent things. We can do a Creed got robbed about Mission Impossible Two, specifically actually, the John Woo one. How it's actually good and not uh not suck ass like everyone thinks it is. The, actually rules. The one thing I remember about two is one when he throws the sunglasses at the camera and they explode and doves. Uh huh. Lo- That's the, movies. The John That's Woo the doves. Movies, <laughs> Oh, that's and the movie. The third thing I remember: Tom Cruise grew his hair out shoulder length, and that is the only time you see that character with shoulder length hair in the entire series. Those are the three things mm-hmm. I remember from Part Two. Everything else, it's a blank. I have to rewatch it. That's right. You're, Anyways, you're gonna have to sell me on that. Okay. Uh, so we got to talk about like the new generation cast here a little bit. Okay. I think I really liked them. I thought, uh, yeah. uh, I thought that they were because obviously you know we were here for Miles Teller, who is very clearly like the son of Goose. Yes, uh, very good I makeup love job. How they like, I like how they play into that as like being like because they learn that like Tom at the request of his uh, at, uh, Goose's mom like pulled his Navy application, which like put him back. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's not just animos. It's not like a, it's more than just like he, it's like a a worse version of this movie. Like would blame, like he would blame Maverick for his dad dying. Yeah. But like, this is like a literal, like, Hey, you cost me my time. He also, I want to do like, he still also blames Maverick for his dad dying. Yeah. I think it's a little bit, I think it's like a little bit of both, but I think like a worse version of this movie doesn't have that wrinkle to it. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really good. Uh, I thought Glenn Powell as Hangman, just the douchiest guy, and and he's basically it's, but he's so good. Yeah. Because then you realize like he's just doing Maverick's plotline from the first movie. Mm-hmm. It's just like the hotshot who thinks he's too good for everybody. It's just like, but he just plays it so perfectly. He's such a perfect like good guy bad guy. I, I oh, just like when he does those like big smiles and he's like, "Next time, slugger" or something like that. You're just like, Ooh. "What I really liked about his character is he is the top rank, top gun pilot. He's hot shit. He knows he's hot shit. He knows he's probably the best pilot in the world, second only to maybe Maverick." debatably Maverick and he <laughs> never once gets shot down like there's no comeuppance for this character he's just that good and you the audience have to deal with <laughs> so good as a matter of fact to go above and beyond big spoiler at the end of the movie he save, saves Maverick's life and says a little quippy one liner like a super villain <laughs> oh he oh, it's so good. he's just coming in hot <laughs> Like you, what a, you almost want him to get shot he's down. So, good, man. <laughs> so like, I you know, and the rest of the cast is like, like uh, all the rest of the crew, very good. Um, just like all their interactions were really fun. Like during that training montage, when Maverick is just like kicking him up and down the, the canyon, like, and that's where we get our first real shot of like, 
the Jets in action, and it's so that's when you're like, oh, oh, this is gonna kick ass. Mm-hmm. Cause like just like the cockpit footage is so good. Like it's not acting when like you could tell that they're like, oh, it's we're, so it was just when they're pulling four more G's and they're going into G lock or some of them are. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, just like in, it was, it's so good. Like it's just like this is corny, but it's like edge of your seat, like. Yeah, yeah. In a way that not a lot of movies have done lately, which is, just feels so good. There, there, there was definitely an art put towards the camera positioning inside the cockpit of those uh, yes. Super Hornets. Just like the way you can see it, like, <clears throat> like when they do those turns. And yeah, like, when he's doing the high like G the whole, turns. The whole world is like, <clears throat> it's, oh, it's, I, it's I, just like, so it's amazing in this training segment. And then it just... I did fall in love with the scene where uh, I forget the name of the um, the admiral who said that the mission timer is going to go up by I think it was a minute thirty seconds, and yeah. he says because they've been practicing at like two at like at three minutes to, or something to like get uh, get they've been trying to get under two thirty yeah. for the time of this run, and the the ceiling of the mission is like. It's, I can't remember what the height limit was. It, it was two thousand feet. It, it was a ludicrously 2000. low height for a point right. for a combat then, jet. Like, <laughs> yes, and then and I. That's another thing this mission really does too, because like the second John Ham comes in is like, we're gonna give you four minutes, and then your height for this is like doubled. Yeah, and you're like, you're just, that's when you, you realize that Sam's. the stakes of this movie are not that they can't do this. They can do this mission. Mm-hmm. It's like the real stakes are. Can we do this and get everybody home? Yeah, that 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 cat. Like, that is the that's the wrinkle there because you're like, oh my god, they can't. That's too much time. That's too high. They're gonna die, and you know that. That that's what that admiral I said to uh, Maverick at the very beginning. He never expects. He expects fifty percent losses for this mission. He doesn't know how much, but the thought that he's willing to sacrifice fifty percent of the best pilots, naval pilots in the United States to stop a, a, a nuclear enrichment center with outdated combat planes! <laughs> like, they're... It's like the the old uh, Caucasian black and white commercials. There's gotta be a better way! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they, they just See, refuse to do it. <laughs> but just like, again, Tom Cruise just refuses to accept the inevitable future that is coming for us all. And does the trench run after stealing a plane for like the second time in the movie, which kicks ass. Uh, uh, and does it in two fifteen. Yeah, he says drop and drop the counter to two fifteen, and what two fourteen? I think is what he nails it under. Mm-hmm. And he he does the job of both the uh, the radar, uh, the RIO, the radar intercept officer, and mm-hmm. of the pilot. Drop, drops the laser and then drops both uh, bombs straight through the hole and then pulls the 10 G's to get out of the simulated area and then says there so perfect, I proved it I'm your teacher I'm teaching you what I know you can do and that, that, I, love, I love that scene because of the way as you were just uh, pointing out the way the camera again, is banking with him oh, it's so good um, and again like because the whole the whole premise of this movie is like we need to have Tom needs to lead the mission needs to find a team leader and then they're like 
No, only Maverick can save us. <laughs> Again, <laughs> the Ma- subtext. Only Maverick can save us, goodness. Um, the one last thing I want to mention here before we kind of talk about like the third act and the subtext mm. is all throughout this movie you have... Uh, I mean, you kind of see pictures of him, like when, especially when they're like talking about like how you like, hey, why are you only a two star? Like, you're such a fuck up. Uh, and then compared to like Iceman, and who is now commander of the Pacific Fleet. Yeah, third. And you third see this fleet, just the yeah. most beautiful picture of Val Kimmer, Kilmer, like <laughs> decked out in medals, and you see that he's like he's kind of been like kind of been his like guardian angel this whole time Mm -hmm. and just like the texts are just like i need to see you and then like that scene that they do together because like for those who don't know val kilmer has like some pretty severe like has vocal loss from throat cancer he has dealt with wait really like yes they had to they had to recreate his voice using ai for this movie because he can't speak he can't speak loud enough to, you know, for his natural voice to be used in this film. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, and they have this, like, just really touching scene about Maverick, uh, like, tr- learning to let go of the past. And it's just, like, a really good, like, adult drama moment mm-hmm. that is, again, like, really heartfelt and really nice. Like, all the stuff with Jennifer Connelly the goat uh goat. i love how the uh yeah, the french kissing scene from the first movie has been replaced by like intimate cuddling between people in their 50s and it's like this is so nice i love it <laughs> it's the movies i'm here i love the movies um, yeah it wasn't a raunchy blacked out sex scene it was very implied and it was just it's just like there's chatting there's ketchup oh god it was so nice and then just again like then she like shoves him out a two story window it's like <laughs> it's so good like it's just funny okay we gotta talk about the last 45 minutes of this movie okay uh I which, dug it oh my god if you want me to say I hated it uh no it, it was again it's just mission 12 from Ace Combat 6 it goes well uh except uh, okay if i was to judge it from like again a military perspective uh if the navy has the ability to lock on to an airfield with a bunch of <clears throat> i forget the name of the ordinance like tomahawks or tomahawks something. thank you uh you should Just lock on to the, the sams with the tomahawks like pepper a couple of mm, or at least a ridge where you know that your pilots are at the most risk. Or anyone. Anyone could deal that with That is really the funny. It's just like, hey, just shoot the sand. <laughs> just stop pretending like the Sam's are this immovable space lasers and just That's shoot too the funny. Sams. Because well, like, well, what, cause then they like, it's not like we don't have enough missiles. Just send another boat. Just send two boats. <laughs> exactly. It's not like huh. the largest military. I love That's so funny. <laughs> But it's movie magic. Again, I know. The subtext know. will explain all of this. Oh my goodness. The movie, it's just. And then everyone does this trench run. Yep. Like, and the whole time, like, uh, Rooster, uh, who is Miles Teller, Goose's son, 
is like falling like he's always been kind of like a slow and steady pilot and then he like finally finally like this movie does such a good job like hanging on to those things that you want to happen Mm -hmm. and really making you wait for it whether it's like uh in the very beginning maverick getting to like the um getting to uh 10 uh fast whatever the thing is called oh uh, uh, the speed uh t- 10 g's 10 g uh not 10 g's the going really fast in the plane um oh mach 10 oh yeah yeah he goes mach 10 yeah so it's like he takes it takes a long time for him to get there but it's like Oh, like you wait for it, but when Rooster finally goes, like f- Rooster goes fast, you're like, "Oh, it's so good." Um, yeah, he ki- he kicks in his afterburners and actually and then like and you and they do a good job of like teaching you the viewer of this movie, like, like okay, we got to do a bunch of turns, and then here comes the big ramp. We got to do the we know to do like the little turn flip thing, mm-hmm. and then we barrel we do the roll first guy shoots the the paints the target second guy shoots the bomb so it's like you you are trained to know exactly how this goes so it's like oh you're so you like can know how it, you know it's like oh my god the hill's coming and then they have to do the thing ah, but you know it mm-hmm. so it's oh it's so good they do such a good job like teaching you setting up the third act the entire duration of this movie um and everything goes well but but they much like the admiral said. They still have fifty percent combat losses, except they hit the eject. <laughs> they did. Rooster and Maverick got shot down. First Maverick because Rooster was ah, he was too slow. <laughs> he used to pull up his countermeasures too quickly, mm-hmm. and then uh, Rooster got shot down, saving Maverick's ass. From a hind D, which again, it was just telling me like this is clearly just Russia they're fighting. Just say it's Russia. You have permission. Iran borrowing Russian. It's Iran borrowing Russian. Yes. Yes. Uh, You know, Iran uses, and they pointed this out. Iran uses USA tech. That's why they found an F-14 just in there. Like, yeah, it might actually be Iran because that's the only country that lately has F-14s just laying around. Yeah. Oh, they, so, can, can I can I talk about a bugbear yes. from Top Gun One to Top Gun Two that they found that yes. in-story reason to use in Top Gun Two? So the, absolutely, go ahead. The biggest bugbear I had for the um, F-14, I think it was the F-14D or C they used in the 1986 Top uh, 1986 Top Gun, was they reduced the ROI, I mean the RIO officer, into the pilot's hype man, where they're constantly like grabbing the canopy and looking around. And it's like, the I most, do love that. That's so funny. It's the most unprofessional thing. What like, are we going to do, boss? You know the ROI officer? It's also a pilot. They're just holding the stick and they're like, you target uh, using weapon guidance and using the radio. and They have a job. They're not just like, whoa! Oh! Iceman, did you see that word? Trouble now! <laughs> and it's like, calm down! That's no Can you imagine if you went home? Like, it's 1987. All your friends and family have seen Top Gun. And your job as a RIO officer... <laughs> I'm on an F-14, and they're like, oh, so you're the guy in the back that just reacts to everything. <laughs> it's like, no, I have a job. Anyways, so in this movie, when 
Goose and Maverick stumble across a unguarded F-14 just sitting, which was beautiful. I don't hate that, by the way. I think that's mm -hmm. a great reason to have a callback. But Oh, it's perfect. The radio was out. The controls in the back are out. So all they made him a hype man. All he all Rooster could do was be a hype man. And I'm like, okay, they did it. They gave her reason. That's too for funny. It. Oh my god, that's that. You're just like, wow, they've done a good job of like explaining what the what the guy in the back does. Oh yeah. <laughs> what if god the guy in the back can't do like, anything? The radio. Whoa, we're back to grabbing the canopy. <laughs> it's literally out. Um, I loved it. I will say. Uh, so, yeah, they get the – I love the uh, – you know, after this whole, like, tension of the the trench run, Maverick getting shot, Maverick doing that cool, like, the Cobra maneuver to, like, use his countermeasures to block Rooster. So good. Can F-18s um, do that? I don't actually know. It's, it's, the, it's the pilot, not the plane. Man, you're, you're, you're not wrong. You're um, not right either. <laughs> You're both, yeah, but uh, uh, so they steal this. They steal this plane to get back home somehow, and then uh, behold, the gods of the gods of destruction, the fifth generation fighters are here, and they fucking kick ass. Uh, perfect use of a the one f bomb you get in a PG thirteen movie mm -hmm. when this whole so that's the other thing this movie sets up too is like. You spend this whole movie knowing and learning about how these planes work, right? It's like you see the turns that they do and can do in the canyon. You learn, okay, you turn, you hit the canyon wall, and then the simulation. And eh, sorry, uh, like you, th this movie does a great job of teaching you how these things are supposed to work and fly. Mm -hmm. And then the, the 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 scary plane, the bad guy plane, does the most fucked up turn thing you've ever seen a plane fucking do. <laughs> And you're like, Rooster says, what the fuck? At the same time, you say, what the fuck? Because, like, that's magic. That's not real. But real, some real planes out there can do that. Yes, that was that was a Which thrust vector turn. Crazy. I saw, I saw an F-22 so cool. do that on the air show. I don't know if it's yeah. practical to actually do, but this movie said, sure, maybe one day if they're fighting outdated planes, this is a practical maneuver to do. Yeah. It was just the perfect, again, perfect deployment of the F-bomb you get. Uh, and then, you know, things get really bad. They're out of countermeasures. They can't make it back to the ship. Uh, after taking off from the runway, they bomb. Oh, there's so many good things. <laughs> like, uh, And then Hangman comes in, gets the kill, saves the day. But not after Maverick officially became an ace by shooting down two enemy planes. After, like, trying to disguise himself as one. <laughs> <laughs> just like to smile and wave, Rooster, smile and wave. I appreciated that they called back like, hey, he's giving hand signals. What do those mean? I don't know. We're in a different country. <laughs> like, oh, cool. That's, like, That's just good. Stuff like that. It's just like, this is so funny that this is happening. <laughs> and then they're like, I don't think they bought it. <laughs> when the, when one of them was just like. Yeah, it, it just yeah, I'm gonna shoot back. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is, but I'm going to smoke him. I'm going to Okay, I just looked it up on YouTube real quick. Yes, F-18 can do the Cobra Maneuver. I learned something. Not just movie magic. And I guess yeah, <laughs> Maverick just and happened then, to know how to do it whenever he wants. Oh, and then the end of this movie, they're like at... I guess Tom... I, I, 
again, I love that Maverick just kind of lives in a air hangar out in the desert somewhere that they, I don't know what his deal. I just love it. Yeah, that track to me. It's so good. This seems and like then, someone that could not be committed to like a functional no. relationship in any. Absolutely not. Way. He's. It's. He's just such a little pilot. He's just a such a little like dirtbag and failure. <laughs> who's also the most again the most talented pilot the United States has ever produced and likely ever will. Yeah. Um. I don't think there could be a top they, ten three. And then like. Fl- I don't think they could do it. No. But then they fly off into the sunset, and that's it. Now, I've said this before, and I will finally reveal this. Okay. This movie is not about planes. All right, go for it. This movie is about movies. Oh. It's about Tom Cruise. Mm Mm-hmm. Say, trying to fight the good fight Mm -hmm. of movie magic before... It is movie magic is just a wash in a sea of CGI cape shit for eternity. <sighs> and John Hamm is like, you know, the future is coming, Maverick. There's nothing you can do to stop it. And Tom Cruise is like, but it's not here yet. I like that. <clears throat> I like that. And this movie's about the lost art of dog fighting. It's like, when's the last time we fucking did a dog fight? An actual, on, really? The United States like, really? and honest to goodness dog fight? Not the United States and not it's like in a we long carpet time. bomb everybody. That's all we do. Yeah, they they, or, they bring know. that up too. They they bring up like Hangman has one kill, and none of the other Top Gun pilots in their like several years of service have a air to air kill because. And this is not me yeah. Being... And Hangman's kill is probably like someone from Yemen flying a a biplane to like <laughs> Saudi Arabia to plead that they stop like you know destroying their country. Probably yeah. Not to get head, jingoistic head. or like overtly super patriotic, but there are very few countries that actually want to go into an air to air fight with the United States for very good reason. Yeah, it seems like a bad time. It seems like you will get desert stormed, which un- unless people remember or recalled, um, overtook an entire nation in I think it was four days, and in the first day it was basically the job was done. No one wants to go to an air fight, and yes, that's why an ace is so rare, and it's kind of it's kind of fun to yeah. watch an F fourteen Tomcat shoot down two SU fifty sevens. Fifth generation fighters for those at home. <laughs> yes, fifth. Ge- God, they don't even call it SU fifty sevens in the movie. They just keep calling it fifth generation, fifth generation fighters. That felt so wrong. We do to we me. have that? We should have that. Why don't we have that? Why don't we? Oh my gosh! And that was so weird. That this, they, move, this mission would be no slouch for the F thirty five. They kept saying like, "We don't have fifth generation fighters." Like. We, we, we're what? baby. When? What? We're baby. <laughs> Who? Our poor boys out there are flying only a hundred million dollar plane death machines, and they could be flying two hundred million plane death machines. It's like, who do you think came up with the term fifth generation fire? Whatever. Um, but yeah, this movie is actually about Tom Cruise being one of the last actors dedicated to like 
practical movie magic and making movies that are good and not shitty. Uh, is this? And then he he wants to tr- he wants to pass it off to a new generation, mm-hmm. uh, but none of them can do it. So they just bring him back, and he's just going to do this until it kills him. And uh, we're all we're all along for the ride, and it's going to be great. You think that's the subtext here? That uh... it's at, I don't think it's the subtext. I know it's the subtext. Oh, 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 okay. It's basically the text. It's <laughs> but that's just me. I can appreciate it. That I I appreciate this theory a lot because it's very apparent that uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, not only what you said. Do you see about... that Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One trailer? <sighs> Come on. That's movie magic, Ray. What the the I'm I'm movie pilled once again. Wait, I haven't I haven't watched enough Mission Impossible to not eye roll at a part one of a Mission Impossible movie. Cause I don't know if they're actually any good or not. I actually don't. They could be very Mission short. Impossible Fallout is the be- one of the best action movies of the past twenty years, and it might as it might be the best action movie since The Matrix. I've I've seen John Wick. I don't know what you're talking about. I've seen John Wick. I've seen John Wick as well. And John Wick, for its for its credit, it's not all right. This is why I give John Wick a lot of credit. The first one is not a sequel to anything. It's just an original IP that tells its own story, and it can stop right there if it wanted to. It should have. It didn't. I'm sad. I'm really, really sad and upset that there's a part two, three, and possibly four. But it could have stopped right there, and I, I kind of love it for that. So maybe I'll watch the other Mission Impossibles. Also, real quick, speaking of cape shit, I haven't seen Thor: Love and Thunder, and you can't convince me to go see it. And I'm not. This is not me trying to dunk on any Marvel fans that might be listening to this. But. I don't care anymore. I just, I just don't care anymore. I'm yeah. done. See, I'm just done. Tom Cruise is trying to save us from the drone army of endless MCU content. I oh so gosh, like I was, I was. Really... They're gonna win eventually, but they haven't won today because Top Gun has movie magic. I will go out of my way to go to the theater to watch movies with good practical effects idea. I'm going to go watch Nope in theaters. I don't even... Oh, I, I want to see Nope. I want you guys to know, yeah. I don't actually like going to the movie theater. I've ranted yeah. about this with yeah. Mike. Yeah, as, as like a theater... This is a good good last question to end on. Like, mm-hmm. As a critic of the general theater-going experience, <laughs> do you feel like this movie would be the same if you saw it at home? Oh, no, not even a little bit. No, no. Like, th- that's what I was saying. I was like... This is what movie theaters were like. This is it. Like, this is somebody who understands, like, there is something different about seeing something like this on a the biggest fucking screen you can find. Yeah. It is It is not the same. It is different. And it's with, especially with, like, other people. The yeah. community. And it, it is a different experience that, and if you have that advantage, like... You you press that as hard as you can. I paid and, yeah I paid five bucks to go see Top Gun at a matinee. If you can, you should go see it on a big screen. This oh. thing is gonna. I mean, people have we haven't we haven't really talked about this, but this the we both saw it pretty late, honestly, in its run. But this thing, uh, I think it made one point two billion dollars so this far. This thing worldwide. is on a kind of insane uh, 
box office run. I kind of, I really enjoy following like box office news. I just think it's interesting, like what what succeeds, what doesn't, like what draws people's interest, like. Um, and like when we, just when we went to go, when we got to go see it a couple weekends ago, there were more showings for Top Gun than there were for Jurassic Park, a movie that had come out two weeks ago. Having seen Jurassic World Dominion, that is a smart play for that theater. Don't make me. We're not podcasting about this movie. <laughs> we're not doing. We that. we can. Don't, I do not. I won't. No. We do. We will simply not do it. Um, <laughs> but it has been on a truly insane uh, run since it's released in like what, like May. Oh, it's been a minute. Um, yeah. Like it's already passed. I mean, I think it's like one of the highest. It passed like the domestic gross of Titanic for Paramount. Like, okay, not accounting for inflation or whatever. Yada, yeah, yada, but like, uh, um, <laughs> but it's, uh, but it's it's fascinating how much of like a how much this movie has like connected with people. Mm-hmm. And imagine being as right as imagine there's like a vindication. And then there's Paramount almost put this movie like direct to streaming and Tom Cruise said like fuck you no and put the imagine being that right about something like I've been right about stuff before yeah that people uh, have you been 1.2 billion dollars right (laughs) like I said before what if they're right what if they're on to something here? I'm just saying. No, if they're... If they're I'll get my own testing rods. If there were more movies of this sort... If there were more movies like Top Gun Maverick, Dune 2021, like movies that were filmed and shot for a huge experience to be seen, not just a movie that's filmed shot and meant to be Content. consumed. Yeah, like, the lack of art of the quality. And that's... Alright, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be a little bitchy for a minute here. This is playing in the same theater where there were, like, four screens of Despicable Me Rise of Gru, and there's no amount of money you could pay me at this moment to go no, watch that. <laughs> we're gonna incur the wrath of the gentle minions. The, no, Mm. Oh, no. That's whole subculture. Like, that's shitty. No one cares about that. That's all anyone's I gonna... thought the TikToks were funny. I'm no, sorry. it's dumb. They're funny. It's so dumb. But... I thought seeing, like, 50 teenagers walk into a theater in suits and then uh, starting a mosh pit in a screening of, Dis- of uh, Minions. I thought that was funny. Okay, that's funny if you... Were if everyone in that theater was in on it, but if there was even one person that's like, no, I legitimately want to watch that movie, sucks to be that person. I guess is where my empathy sensors go. That's right. Okay, so last 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 thing I want to say on that, I of all the movies I've like, because I think the first time we moved here, we didn't know there was an IMAX theater here, and once COVID calmed down, not went away, calmed down, ladies and gentlemen. We still wear a mask when we're in the theater. I don't want to get COVID again. It sucked the first time. Don't want it again. Um, The the movie we saw was like Spider-Man, what was it, Far From Home? Not Going Home? Mm -hmm. Can't Go Home? That one. The third one. Wasn't worse. Uh, No Way Home. No Way Home. Thank you. That one was 
not the same filmic quality of either Dune 2021 or Top Gun Maverick. It just wasn't there. It was, as you adequately put it, or aptly put it, I should say, more than adequate, uh, it was just more cape shit. It was nostalgic cape shit. It was, hey, for for the term or the category of cape shit, it was actually good stuff, but it wasn't... You know what's going to happen. You know the good guys are going to win. You know mm-hmm. that most everyone you're seeing on screen is going to live. You, you know the bad guys are going to lose, and you might learn a lesson by the end of the movie, and then you walk away with your bucket of popcorn half empty, and you drive home, and you're like, well, what did you think of the movie? And your significant other says, I liked it, it was good, and then everyone just goes to bed. But after you watch a movie like Dune, you start talking about it. You start saying, oh, that was interesting. Talk about movies. Duncan Idaho sacrificed himself, and here's how it was slightly different from the book and how they represented that in the movie and here's why they don't use lasers and here's why those shields slowed down the uh, bombs before it blew up or you're watching Top Gun you're transported can can those planes do that what did that mission make sense where are those other fighters why were they afraid as you said why is he still a two star captain (laughs) he could be so much more you're talking about the movie it's like they just it's just like it's unfortunate that a movie like this is as rare as it is mm. these days but it just makes it all the sweeter that we got to to watch it again uh total uh just my c- closing thoughts mm. uh total thrill loved it love talking about it with you ray mm. um if uh maverick ran for president i would vote for him and he would win every single state uh <laughs> he unless would pull he a was Unless he was up against um, Harrison Ford from Air Force One. Specifically that Harrison Ford? Yes. <laughs> Specifically. Can you imagine how... Like, if I if I work for uh, Brandon right now... Okay. Uh, I would be trying to stage an Air Force One type incident on the plane. And, like... Can, the problem is, you, how do you convince everyone that Joe Biden kicked a bunch of terrorists' ass? <laughs> That's the tricky part, right? That would be, yes. No one's going to believe that. Right. But if the president actually did that, they would win 50 states. If if, if the president was uh, stronger than their own Secret Service... Basically, you're saying if the president was Teddy Roosevelt, they would Teddy Roosevelt the country. That's yes, basically Teddy what Roosevelt you're was attacked by. Uh, uh, I I can't. They were like Soviet diehard. I don't even know what the. No, they were like separatists or something weird. I forget. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute for me. They, they wanted like this. It's kind of weird. I forget exact. The, the politics are not the most crystal clear in that movie. Um, Did they have to be? <laughs> I know. How dare this 90s political thriller not have very nuanced take about uh, the post-communist world, God damn it! Um, uh, I forget where I was going with this, but that's what they've got. With the, okay, I'm just looking at the poll numbers. I'm just saying mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta if you, if you want to keep your job. Mm-hmm. You should figure out how to stage an Air Force One type incident that Brandon can realistically uh, win. 
at and train him for it and then conduct it and does he land the plane by himself go, at the end people of the movie? go nuts no the plane crashes oh okay they zip line to another plane it's been a minute it's i it's, i man it's been a minute since i've seen that one it's good that's that's so absurd that is insane why not just take the parachutes <laughs> No, because the sea, the, uh, the, I won't spoil it. Okay. All, all right. All right. You, you know what? Truly some of the worst CG I've ever seen in that movie, though. It's in, like when the plane finally crashes. It's wild. It, it, okay. Oh, shit. Spoiler. Sorry. Oh, well, it's like a 30 plus year old movie <laughs> at this stage. Dang. Uh, well, hey, Ray. Uh, we chatted for a lot longer than I uh, I meant to, so I apologize about uh, that. that. That's but, uh, the magic hey, of Top Gun Maverick. It's the magic of the <laughs> movies and Top Gun Maverick. The Tom Cruise, I will... Uh, I can't wait till we do an Avatar 2 podcast. That's what I'm excited I for. I don't... Every single time. Every single time. I see a trailer for that movie. The Way of Water, bitch. Let's go. I, I'm like, there's... Again, I don't want to watch this. The first one isn't that good. It's not. It's just Pocahontas with mechs, which you think yeah. is right up my alley. Turns out it's not. It actually isn't. You know, I think you should revisit that movie. There's reasons, stories about people mm. uh, turning against uh, imperialist overlords uh, is a, you know, a... a, a Story that we come back to. Right? I mean, I mean, there's a reason. I'm not going to say tale as old as time. It kind of is. James Cameron is the old, only other last purveyor of true movie magic. We have. you need to stop. No, all right, no, you need to stop. <laughs> we need that. You need James to- Cameron take over the government, please. They lit the literal material in that movie is called unobtainium. They couldn't be asked to even come yeah, up with a no, name. No, because it's you're supposed to. That's the point that's the point it's good it's good actually that's why they call it that because they're like this it's in the universe it's fine uh hey thanks for uh chatting with us everyone my name is mike uh, my name is ray uh i will see you in uh fighter town usa out there on the our uh our next uh flight into the danger zone and uh don't forget free get robbed peace